What's good, Internet, and welcome to session 41 of Super GG Radio. Where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. This week, I finally get to talk about Death Stranding for two hours. This is hijacking! Nope, nope, hell no, no. He has become drunk on Kojima power, Joel. <sighs> Monster energy laden, yeah. Uh, if you're hearing this, then I, Joel DeWitt, have edited Alex Al of this episode, and I am your new host. I have also asked Mr. Eric Yeti Denninger to join me with the side adventure without Alex. How are you doing this evening? I'm very well, and thank God that you're the one who's still doing all of the editing. Otherwise, this would get real sketchy. <laughs> What's your beverage of choice tonight? Uh, Ruby Grapefruit. White Claw. You think that you could just edit me out of this podcast? I am drinking a uh, (laughs) Dragon's Milk Bourbon Barrel Aged Stout. I could just res with my BB. Sounds like a personal problem. (laughs) It stands for Bridge Baby. We'll talk about that later. Now, this week, I am willing to concede some time to avoid another one of those coups. If there is a revolt, I will squash it with a power. (laughs) I tried to sound like a Uh, an emperor there okay you will be allowed to talk about pokemon and then we're also going to talk about some news that you know we're hyped for two of our favorite franchises take a strange trip through the backlog blog and also dig into some streaming services with how do you stream but first as always early adopters early adopters where we play alphas betas and codes sent to us before our 40 ounce episode it's too late now we got them (laughs) we cashed them in we put them in steam and it said that game is in our library now can't take them I, they, they can take it back, though. Yeah, I think they can yeah. cancel the game, I think, honestly. The 40-ounce episode was a mistake. Okay. Getty, this week you played uh, Temtem? Pokemon, Tem- Sh- Pokemon Shield. Oh, okay. Not Temtem. I did not play Temtem. Did you play Temtem? Temtem? We signed up for the beta. We'll get into that later. Tell me about Pokemon Shield. Well... I mean, how much do you guys want to know? How much of this do you just want to ask me questions and I can answer it to the best of my ability? What is Pokemon? How angry are you? What is a Pokemon? It's, <laughs> uh, it's a pocket monster that you carry around with you to battle against other trainers in your bid to become the Pokemon master. Oh, so it's kind of like a Digimon. Mm, nope. Not as good Not as Not at all. It's like World of Final Fantasy. <laughs> actually, uh, I enjoyed that game Persona? quite a bit. Persona? That I actually Persona. I wanted to play World of Final Fantasy, and it just slipped by me. You should. Uh, it's yeah. on Switch now. Ooh, I might Disagree. actually. Hmm. You stay out of this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what is World of Final Fantasy like? <laughs> let's let's talk about Pokemon, and then maybe Wait, one. I of have these... two questions. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. How many angry Twitter rants did you go on for this? Uh, me? Personally? Yes. I don't go on angry Twitter rants anymore. So you're not using Twitter properly. Got it. Okay. Number two, <laughs> uh, question from Steve, and I only say this because he literally asked me this. Are there other animals besides Pokemon? Oh, that's that's a tough one. I don't... I, mean, I You know, in all of my experience, I do not believe so. And now that they've uh, evolved so much in the the way the game is played, at least when it comes to graphically, uh, there's actual like Pokemon that hang out with you in your house. Like it, it, the first couple uh, games, you'd have like some stuffed animals that were Pokemon, but nowadays, mm-hmm. like your main character has like I, I want to say a, a, a Pokemon that's living in the house with them, kind of like in the anime. Okay. Okay. Real question here. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
What is the last Pokemon game you played before this? Before this? I I played all of them. At least Oh, so you you are actually a devotee of this series then. Yeah, at least I always try and pick up at least one of the games. I try and whenever I go in to buy it, I always ask whoever because uh, I pick it up at GameStop, so they keep track of how many pre-orders they have for each, and I go with mm-hmm. whichever one has the fewest, so that there's some resale value for when I finish it. Sure. Oh, you're strategic with it. Yeah. So, so dude, you're, you're Pokemon games. One... They don't depreciate very much. You're one and done with these, then. So you'll you'll play it through once and then trade it back in. I'll play it through once. If it looks like there's a little bit of replay value in it, then uh, I'll try and do some of that stuff. But, you know, since uh, I, I believe it was Pokemon Silver and Gold when it came out, mm-hmm. you would play through the main story and then you'd get to go back to the original game, the original region that you played through in Red and Blue. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. He catches them. Do you catch them all? Do you catch them all? I try to. I mean, okay. you know, in previous iterations of Pokemon games, you would have to like really work and try so hard. That's that's one of the things that's making this version a lot more fun for me is that you can see the Pokemon that are in the tall grass. So you don't have to fight the same ones over and over again to try and get a rare one or the one that you're trying to get to to spawn. Oh, so that's actually a convention that they carried over from the Let's Go series because we have Let's yep. Go Pikachu, and that was one of the changes that I kind of found delightful. Is that yeah, it's not it's not straight random encounter, and sometimes you can't avoid it as the run towards you, but you it telegraphs so you can see what Pokemon you're about to encounter. Yeah, and the camera angles on this are I remember in the Let's Go, it's still very like from top down. This one, the cameras they move side to side you get you get a lot more action and the landscapes are gorgeous from what i've played so far how customizable is your character and how goofy did you make yours look pretty pretty goofy very customizable so how how much alex you're gonna have to help me have you played anything pokemon recently not recently no the only one i played was i i played the original in japanese and then i played the original when it came out to america Okay, so all the way back. And Joel, you said you played some of uh, Let's Go. So the the last Pokemon game I played was Let's Go. I only played it for a few hours, but mm-hmm. the, the main things I gathered from it, as someone who only has touched that, uh, Blue, and I did a tiny bit of XY before I returned it. But mm-hmm. the main things were that uh, XP sharing was a big change from my childhood when I played this last and that was a really nice thing for me, who somebody who didn't enjoy the process of like swapping your Pokemon out, so you have to start with the weaker one, grinding, and then, imme- and then immediately swap out to the stronger Pokemon, so you can actually beat the enemy, but have your weaker ones gaining XP. We already talked about seeing Pokemon on the field, which is a nice get because. Uh, the random encounters can be kind of aggravating sometimes, especially when you are already caught the ones you wanted to and you just are encountering the same ones over and over. Or you need to get back to the the Pokemon Center to heal up. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you don't even need to do that in this one, right? You do. You still do. Oh, but you uh, you don't need a box. You can go and swap out your Pokemon. You can. From, so that's another one of the really... The to, but to answer your question, Alex, uh, I just wanted to get some background to see how much you guys have played. Uh, for a while now, you have been able to customize the look of your character in in slight ways, cosmetically with the clothing. There's still only a couple of like base models that you choose from at the beginning of the game, so you're either a boy or a girl. And then from there, once you the game starts going, you can go and you can buy new clothing. So, of course, 
that was the first thing that I did because your character doesn't come with glasses and I want mine to wear glasses like I do. So, but is that where the similarities ended? Uh, no, I, I got some pretty stupid shirts that I purchased. Uh, one of them with a <laughs> shuckle on it. And as a my shuffle? wife likes to say, you don't fuckle with the shuckle. <laughs> okay. That's real good. Yeah. He's like, he's not a good Pokemon either. <laughs> he's kind of weak <laughs> and everything. So it's just funny to, to do that. And then I bought myself some jeans so I don't have to run around with bicycle shorts on and, uh, and some, I'm looking for some gym shoes because I haven't been able to find them yet. Okay. Let's pause for once. I mean, not pause the recording, but <laughs> Sh- Alex Shuckle, what, what kind of Pokemon would you guess that'd be? Oh, yeah, describe uh, him. Paint me a word picture. <laughs> I was not ready for this. Okay, so a shuckle to me seems like a grass type. Hmm. I would guess that a shuckle would be like an oyster kind of looking Pokemon, because like shucking oysters. De- Daddy, what is it? Uh, he is actually, uh, I want to say a bug type but what he looks like is he is kind of like an (laughs) i just have to i just have to get a picture of it and share it into the chat here shows me what looks like a turtle yeah he kind of looks like a turtle with a red shell and he's got Mm. uh these yellow limbs that come out and his face is is pretty emotionless i i (laughs) i am a a deflated balloon right now. I couldn't be more disappointed in the result of this. Because <laughs> he's... Except for, I found one where he, it looks like he evolves, and he's got four legs and a giant stick. I... Like as a weapon. Don't, I don't think that that's real. Okay. I gotta stop Pokemon. <laughs> I've never seen, Pokemon, I've never never seen that well. thing evolve. Um, but yeah, so some of the other neat features that I, I've come across. The Gigamax, or... Yeah, Gigamax or Dynamax? It's, it's they, Dynamax. It's both of them. It's both of them. Yeah, but Dynamax is... So when you're on the field, and I, and this is another one of the things that I like. So the the Dynamax, you get to battle these like super-sized Pokemon, but they're on the field. So when you're running around the field, you see these beams of light that are coming out of the ground. And it's like these little caves that the Pokemon are hiding in. So the nice thing is that on these huge sprawling fields that are in a couple of the spots that I've gotten to so far... There's not as much of a concern to battle through like 15 trainers to get from point A to point B. You can go here, you could go there, and the power of the Pokemon is different in different levels or in different areas of the maps. So, and like one of the first ones, uh, you start out, they're fairly weak, but if you, you decide you're going to go over to like the far right, uh, I ran across some Pokemon there like level 40. <laughs> not, not good. And uh, there's... Nope. There's, like, actual strong Pokemon that aren't in the grass, and they're just patrolling. It's it's kind of weird. It's So scary. you could easily get into an area where you are not supposed to be. Oh, yeah. From my understanding, I heard it's frightening when they start chasing you. Yeah. I There was this one that uh, I, I was running around, and I saw him the other day. And I was like, that's interesting. I never, I've never seen this Pokemon before. And he looked like he had an axe face. And, like, swords for his ribs. And I was like, oh, you're kind of cool. And then he just booked it straight towards me. And uh, (laughs) you better believe, in real life, I was going, ah, ah, get it away. (laughs) You're a cute Pokemon. Oh, God. (laughs) Exactly like that. Like, no. So the the wild area, can can you speak a little bit to that? And, like, how much of a part does it actually play in the game? Is it actually a meaningful change to what pokemon has been yeah it okay so the best way that i can describe this is uh 
I don't want to say it's Pokemon for adults. I want to say it's Pokemon for the person who doesn't have a lot of time to play. Mm-hmm. So instead of having to go through, you know, the procedural path, like you have to go zone by zone to get there. Yeah. These big wildland areas, if you want to, you can just go straight across. You don't have to mess around. You can just skip the zone. Now, there are still some areas where you have to go through, but the bigger zones, it's more for exploring. It's more for if you want to catch them all, and it's also for collecting items. You guys still alive? <laughs> I am. Okay. So, <laughs> I, I thought that was really funny. I was like, wait a minute. Is he, is he dying over there? Nobody's talking. So, so I guess the question, too, then, is you don't have to engage in the wild area if you don't want to, unless it's, like, story critical. Yeah. I mean, you'll start... There's... Uh, when you get to the beginning of it, your buddy Hop, he's, like, the the guy that's playing opposite you. He mm-hmm. like, yeah, let's go. We got to get across to the other town. So you could just book it across and follow him straight there. You don't have to go back and forth or do anything on that part of the field now joel yep. they wanted to get rid of the the whole rival dynamic so instead of a rival you just have your friend who you just battle for fun throughout the story mm-hmm. that kind of tracks with what i know the animated series to be because uh, yeah. my, my exposure to pokemon anymore is whatever new series my seven-year-old latches on to and like the original series ash was kind of a dick uh, Gary was definitely a dick, and they were just completely antagonistic, not even remotely friendly to each other. And they have softened the edges around the Pokemon characters in general over time to where, at worst, it is like he might get a little grumpy if he loses or something like that. But it's it's always like a, in good fun and trying to just be sportsmanlike and stuff. So mm-hmm. it, it's. That's not surprising to me. They ain't doing them hard-hitting Pokemon cartoon episodes where someone almost dies. It's like we always did back in the day. Oh my gosh, like the first couple of episodes, Pikachu almost mm-hmm. dies. That was mm-hmm. super depressing. So long, Butterfree. Still oh, brings a tear to my eye. Bye, bye Butterfree. It? Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. It was a serious decision that he had to make. I don't know if I, I'm comfortable with talking about Pokemon for the rest of the episode. We all became adults that day. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, you remember when we had... <laughs> Was it Brock that, on that the show, is... or was it the guy from uh, Nintendo Domain? When uh, we were talking about like uh, that anime moment that made you a man. Oh yeah, that one was a serious was one. I think that was Brock. Either way, uh, this game is going to make some boys into men. <laughs> oh! If you get the chance, check out uh, the the gym trainer Nessa. That's N E S S A. Google. She's she's going to make some boys into men. So this shouldn't be a Christmas a gift for my children. <laughs> oh, they'll be like, oh, she's dressed very not conservatively. <laughs> but that looks more like athletic. Yeah, you know, that, that's like a gymnast. That's not any worse than, say, your volleyball, beach volleyball players, which, okay, now that just proved your point. Yeah. Okay. See, it's going <laughs> to Now, what I'm talking about is that she ain't that teacher, that one teacher from, from, uh, Three houses. Oh. That's still only as far as you've gotten, isn't it? It, it probably yep. is. Yep. I have not played much of that <laughs> game. It is not grabbing me, guys. Three houses, real quick, not grabbing me. Let's continue. Okay. Well, no, I, I don't have too much else to get to. I'm still plugging my way along. I haven't made too much of an impact on it. I'm just trying to play in my spare time when I have a chance. 
And uh, do you think that this is a worthy successor in the series? You know, looking at where it came from, I do like how they cut a lot of the the needless <laughs> stuff that you had to do out of it. I think that there's still a lot of room for you to do exploration, have fun, catch all the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But okay. I don't feel as compelled to do it nowadays that I'm trying to make it through stuff. I want to have fun with the game. I don't want to have to grind out my characters or my Pokemon to such a high level just to finish the game. Okay, I have two more questions. Sure. What's the number like? What's your total? What's the what's the number of Pokemon in this game? Uh, I don't know. I know that a lot of people were upset with how much they cut out, but mm. telling you, I've I think I'm already up to almost fifty, and I am I haven't even faced the first gym leader. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's how um, many okay, I've so already ran into. That's a lot. Okay. Yeah. Now, second question: Can you feel the British influence? Yes. Okay. Yeah, almost instantly. I was like, that's a funny way to say that. And then I was like, oh, yeah. But no one called you like a see you next Tuesday or something, right? Nope. Okay. I, it's that's still a kid's s- game. See you next it. Tuesday. <laughs> I think they called me a wanker once. Does that count? Cool. That counts. That counts. That's a good That's a good choice. <laughs> they definitely didn't, though. <laughs> oh. Okay. So uh, we were probably going to end up having to do a post-mortem on a Pokemon just to come back around. And then you could tell us what your final thoughts on it later. Oh yeah, I got I got plenty of time that I'm still gonna spend with this one. It's just I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna take it a little bit uh, slow because I know it's a you're, shorter game too. You're gonna savor this one. I don't I don't really have anything else lined up for Switch right now. I've been eyeing a couple of games, but I don't know if I'm gonna you know pull the trigger. Star, Star, and we got Christmas Star coming up anyway. Star Ocean. How much? Uh, Star Ocean. How much? Star Ocean. How twenty? Just twenty. Twenty one. 21. <laughs> I, I, still have a, I still have a Nintendo voucher I need to burn on something. Ooh. Next, Death Stranding. Okay, hold on. You know, I, I bet hear, there's, not, I any... there's not anything written on those papers. He just wanted to shuffle papers. Nope, there are, there are notes <sighs> here. If I hear any babies crying, I am leaving. You, you literally just missed that my neighbor brought their crying child <laughs> through the hallway, and I'm almost certain it's in the background of my recording. I apologize to all involved. Now, Death Stranding. Do you guys want to do the same thing? You guys want to do an AMA real quick? and then, Or do you want me to tell you what this game is? <sighs> Your choice? Hey, I'm going dealer's choice. I got my white claw. You guys tell me what you want to do. How is the soundtrack? It... Uh, okay, wow. it's one. Oh, wait, here we go. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Start. No, it's not that. They have these moments, and you ha- you've seen them in video games where you'll peek over a mountain and you'll climb over a part and you'll hear the music swell. Are you guys familiar with those kinds of moments where the music will swell into a big emotional moment? I played like, both God of War and what's Legend the... of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you are aware of those moments. Now, imagine if it was a song by an actual artist with lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like a very very soft mellow melodic indie band. Not like rock and indie, but a real like this band does nothing but sleepy time indie music. Uh, okay, I, I don't want to break too much into this already, but like No, the, no, but this... I want to break one more thing. The problem with is that it happens uh, every 3 missions. That you that have sounds... that moment of discovery? Yes. Yes. And it's different songs and different artists. 
so th- this is going to be a very uh, stin level thing, but a depth thing I have a problem with Death Stranding, having not played it, mm-hmm. there are too many recognizable faces, too many recognizable voices, and if they're using popular musicians, yep, too many recognizable musicians in this soundtrack that would and it's a Kojima game, so you know that they are listed and the song is given a title completely would break me from immersion in a game like this. It's like... Of course it needs a title. Years years ago, I we rented, like, Fantastic Mr. Fox, which yeah. I knew a lot of people liked a lot that I knew. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. But the fact that George Clooney was the title character, I could never break my mind from his fucking voice. And, and like, it just... I, I could not get I hear the, the same thing whatsoever. about Will Smith and Fresh Prince. That, that was before he was big though right like no but like my my brother who's a little older he says he can't see a will smith movie without seeing fresh prince and it bothers him so he doesn't like will smith movies yeah yeah so i like i don't even have that much familiarity with norman reedus like my my knowledge norman reedus has basically memes that i see from the walking dead and this game (laughs) but but it is just i'm soaked in the promotional bullshit in this game so already so far <laughs> yeah. that like i have i am over encumbered with norman reedus and it, it yep. just it drives me nuts yep. but uh that other point you made sounds like a toji my dame <laughs> yeah it's just it, okay so that's kind of like my thoughts on the game is that am i having a great time yes but there are things about this game that uh, it's just it's strange because uh, so there's too many systems to manage you're managing your stamina if your bb gets upset you have to literally hold it in your hands and start shaking the controller so you rock it back and forth there's like systems like a facebook like <laughs> there's well that that's how you that's what you get if you level up is that people like your stuff you'll make a bridge and then it'll say oh these five people liked your bridge weird and there's health there's like there's a there's a, a relieving your your facilities you know there's a Uh whole lot of there's some combat there's stealth mechanics there's all these different systems and they work and you can manage them and i'll go through a mission where i am trudging through snow climbing a mountain dropping my packages it's raining my packages are getting ruined i have to spray container repair spray on my packages then sneak through and fight some ghosts by throwing pea grenades and blood grenades and get to the end and i'm like man that whole thing was annoying and i get to the finish line i deliver the packages the guy goes great and i'm like man that was awesome it sounds anticlimactic yeah that's what i'm saying is that i don't know why i'm like i everything i'm doing i'm kind of hating a little bit and then i get to the end and it's funnier i'll like i'll finally get to the it'll be a snowstorm and my packages are getting ruined and it says my boots are wearing thin my feet might start bleeding soon and i need some i need to drink some monster energy drink because i'm dying climbing up this mountain and then i get to the top and then churches the band churches starts playing and i get to the bottom and i deliver that package and i'm like man that was all annoying i don't even really like churches (laughs) <laughs> and and then I get and I deliver that package and I'm like, man, that was awesome and I'm glad I did that. This game is so up its own ass, it's not even funny. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying is that like it, it's a weird thing that I love this game and kind of hate everything about it. And so I'm just always pumped. And there's there is a lot to it where uh the way the game works is that you're delivering these packages from point A to point B. And you get rated on how fast and what path you took because there's a straight there's a straightforward path and there's a roundabout path. Who, which is who rates you? The game. <laughs> and then you get likes based on that. 
And whenever you deliver a package to a new place, you're trying to connect the world into the super internet. So you give them magic USB keys that are wrapped around your neck, and it connects them to the super internet. Now, when you do that, all of a sudden the super internet makes it so you can see all the stuff that other players have done, like built bridges and roads and ladders. I don't know why the internet does that, but that's what happens. And then you can like their stuff, or you can build stuff and get likes from them. And all of it's like a 3D printer. But uh, there are things to do. Like, like the, the one thing I just wanted to bring up was our friend Dan has been playing it. And our friend Dan is one to engage in the systems. He will test and push and find everything in the level in the game that's possible. He has built an entire highway across America. <laughs> that's what him and, him and his wife do. They, like, they hang out. <sighs> they relax. They grab a drink. And then they collect items to make, get materials to build a highway across that America. That makes me game. so tired, you saying that. Yeah, but he is having a blast, and that's kind of what I'm saying, is that all of this stuff should be annoying. It should be frustrating, and it should be a pain. But it's it's not. It's working, and it, it, at the end of the day, I'm pretty pumped that I did it. Uh, I also just want to note one other funny thing. I met a man named Heartman, and his bit and thing about him in the story is that his heart stops every three minutes. No, he, his, no his heart stops for three minutes. Then he has 15 minutes to be alive and hang out, but then his heart stops again. Why? So that's const- that's constant. Why? He will have a conversation with you. There'll be a cutscene, a full 15-minute cutscene. Then his heart stops and goes, I'll be right back. And the game has you sit there with the timer for three minutes. While he's dead? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only thing you could do is look through, look around at his stuff. Look at his pictures. Look at his books. Look at all the statues he has in his bedroom. It's all kind of cool. And then it's like, oh, so what were we talking about? This is like the world's worst man-to-man boss battle. Yeah, it, it's just, yeah, it, it's doing everything it can to be up its own ass. But, like, when that three minutes, that timer popped up, it made me laugh out loud. And then I looked at everything, and I was interested in it. And then I was like, okay, that was pretty cool. And by the time I was done looking at everything, three minutes had gone by. So that just kind of encapsulates everything I've been saying, which is this game should be annoying. The things in this game are things you don't like to do. And for some reason, it's kind of fun. It, it kind of sounds like there are deliberate choices that are meant to force you to be involved with the environment around you in ways that you maybe wouldn't be if it was your typical third-person exploration game. Yeah. Uh, just that most games would try to do that in a cinematic way or some way that felt natural, and this one doesn't even bother with trying to do that. It's kind of, yeah, like in The Last of Us when you see a painting or you see a family photo and you have the option to pick it up and flip it upside down. Now it's like, well, you have three minutes here. Move quick. Do what you got to do. Alex, I have a couple of questions for you. Hit me. Is there a running counter of how many monster energy drinks you have had during the course of the game? I have not found found out yet. I am nearing the end, but I have not beaten it. And what was the maximum amount of fluid that could be in your bladder before you peed yourself? (laughs) Uh, Dan found out, I think that was a thousand milliliters, which doesn't make sense. Because the average bladder, you said it's how much? Like, it was like 300. 300. Yeah. And, uh, our friend Dan, who wants to test everything, made sure he had a thousand milliliters of urine. And whenever he would try to do like jump, it would say, I think I just pissed myself. (laughs) But there are, there are neat little touches throughout the, like the game is really pretty. The, it, the graphics and the facial animations are second to none. Uh, little things like when you're traveling and you're going a long way on foot and you're just hiking, Sam, the character, uh, will start talking to himself and he'll be kind of cheering himself on. 
Can you give an example? Say, Sam, Sam, he's our man. Or one foot in front of the other. <laughs> no. That's, one that's foot pretty in front bad. Of the other. But, but that's for me, it's the opposite because if that were me and I'm alone and I'm just walking on foot for endless miles, I, needed, I, I would need something to kind of keep my mind going. But you're going. not alone. No, I, you got your I, baby I and your packages. I don't. Yeah. I don't disagree with you, Hal. It's like the, the logic made sense there. If you're isolated that long, you're gonna be talking to yourself. But like, yeah, <laughs> cheerleader cheer. <laughs> yeah, he does a little little thing, and and like I was like, is there anything you can't do, Sam? It's like, oh man, you're just like you're just trying to get yourself motivated. You're trying to get yourself moving. Um, I just want to say the the other thing I wanted to say is that the central theme about the game is that you're alone and no one is really around you. But when you connect people to the internet, you're supposed to be quote unquote connecting the you know the the United States. But it brings every everyone's stuff online when you connect an area like a hub. It makes it so you can see everyone's ladders and roads and bridges and whatever they built. But you still don't see people. I haven't seen Dan playing. I don't see anybody else playing because you're still quote unquote alone. And I don't know if there's a story reason for it, but it's interesting to feel other people's presence around you despite always being alone. There's actually a button for you yelling into the void where he just goes, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> if you touch the touchpad, that's what it does. That's all it does. And that's that's what is that's what I think the game is saying is that like, oh yeah, you're always kind of alone, but you see people kind of. You see their their effects around the world. I don't know. The game's good. Uh, I just have a couple more questions that have kind of been at the back of my mind. So yep. do you have... You have like a base camp, like a central area that you work out of. It moves. No, not okay. really. So what is it? Not then? really. You're you're going from place to place, uniting America. All of these different points and hubs. Essentially, the world. Everyone has moved down into bomb shelters. So the only way they get packages is through carrier men, and they don't even get delivered directly to people because everyone's still so paranoid about what's going on in the world. That they just lift a shelf out of the ground, you put the box on the shelf, and the shelf gets put in, and all you see is their hologram going like, this package is pretty good, good job. Like, you very rarely see people. I mean, there are, there are obviously a couple missions. There's one where you actually have to carry a lady in a duffel bag on your back across, you know, from point A to point B. So then, how do you get back to the other places? Is there, like, a fast travel, or do you have to physically run from area to area then if you you want to go back to see somebody else like your heart man there is a fast travel you lose all your items because you do make some items that are necessary to traverse the world like ladders or uh rock uh, rock climbing gear or you know guns but um you can fast travel but if you're following just the story and you're not putzing around because there's all there's tons of side side deliveries and different you know side stories you can find but i've been kind of mainlining it and if you're just doing the mainline you don't really go back it's mostly forward to the next place then forward to the next place and forward to the next place okay all right yeah that makes and it more it, interesting it, yeah and it's it's good the characters are fun and interesting and i know that uh joel said that he didn't like seeing as many familiar faces uh seeing edgar wright probably was too much for him <laughs> <laughs> uh and then uh death stranding is good it just the the other thing is that it has these messages these themes that are just a little too obvious things like your phone is a your handcuffs they're actual handcuffs or you're you're connecting people to the internet but you like you never really talk to people or be in presence of people so you're like always just distant away from them hmm. just different stuff like that but uh death stranding is a lot of fun i'm almost done i'd probably want to talk about the end when i get there 
and then it will be in the mail to Joel. <laughs> yep, I've committed myself to this nightmare. So, congrats. Well, I, yeah. I'm i willing to put the time in, just not the money. <laughs> That's the truth of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, were those games worth the extra money? Or should we have waited until Christmas so our loved ones could have been forced into buying them? Who knows? But one thing I do know, that news is next, after the break. And we're back. Back with the news. Not all the news, just the news that talks about some of our favorite things in the world. Video games. But some specific ones. Specifically, Persona 5 Royale. I think it's just Royal. The release date was announced as March 31st, 2020. And they celebrated this and announced it by having the Phantom Thieves themselves infiltrate certain electronic billboards in major cities, including our hometown, Chicago. From my understanding, that actually didn't go off without a hitch, and they shut that down real fast in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I saw footage, and they're like, oh, snap, there it is. Oh, wait, it got shut down. Yep, I can imagine. Oh, yeah. Not okay. Shades of the uh, Octocene Hunter Force Moon and Night uh, billboard things underneath the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thought, because they had it on uh, New York News, that it was a bomb threat or video game promo. <laughs> it's definitely one or the other. No in between. (laughs) Now, every time Persona 5 Royal information comes out, I'm like, man, that's I played 120 hours of Persona 5. Not doing that again. Then I look at this and go, I might do it again. Yep, I'm doing it again. Mm -hmm. But but you guys are going to pay 60 bucks for the luxury of playing the same game with a few added sections? Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) New character. Customizable hideout. Hey. And uh, from my understanding, uh, not just one little extra like section. I'm told it's at least two palaces. That's a lot uh, of game. That's 150 hours instead of 120. There's already too much of this game. Nope, <laughs> there is. It really overstated its welcome. I I, I like Persona Five a lot. It's like the RPG that brought me back into RPGs as a genre. But they honestly years. could have cut two palaces. They they could have cut 20 hours of that game, and it would have felt just as rewarding. The only <laughs> and, thing and that I wanted cut out was being told that I had to go to sleep. No. Morgana, they said that Morgana they, they said is the MVP. <laughs> they said that they worked on that and fixed some of it. So that I don't have to go to sleep all the time? Hey. They hey. say they let, that she lets off earlier. Go to sleep. Yep. Go to sleep. You mean he... <laughs> Key. I was waiting for him to put a pillow over your face. Go <laughs> yeah. to sleep. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> uh. Next piece of news, Resident Evil 3 cover art leaked, but Game Awards have debunked that it's being announced at the Game Awards. Okay, so, so. we have to wait until after the Game Awards? Probably. I mean, the rumor said that they're not even ready yet. Like The, the rumor said that it's likely 2021 when this would come wow. out, theoretically. So the fact that they leaked the store pages means that they're getting an early start also lends to the question of like there were talks about how capcom was saying that future remakes would be dependent on how well re2 remake did but if they're already that close to 
releasing this game just two years these games are like a four to five year project depending so oh they're all in on this they're full of it (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. i'm still calling just remake resident evil one there's no re i mean three is good i like three but they already have they already have three (laughs) three is where i fell off the series so i'm happy but remake one next piece of news playstation makes a commercial slash music video and i think it's like the 25th anniversary also highlighting some of its new titles and whoops, steals most of the art from elsewhere, including one of the weirdest animes, Fully Cooly. Yeah, this is really weird that there's so many different. Uh, well, it's I don't I don't even know how to describe it. They like took a bunch of different videos and then they just remade them and put them mm-hmm. together. Like maybe if we only steal six seconds of each of these video clips, nobody will notice. Well, that that anime has such a distinct style like it's so fluid and bendy in the way that things move in it that it was bound to be caught by somebody online so it 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 always amazes me that somebody thinks that they can get away with it now since for how long has the internet caught on to stuff like this yeah the animation though does remind me a little bit of like aeon flux or like a liquid television from mtv Mm. days but yeah that's it's not a good look man it's not a good look (laughs) now uh, breaking ne- last piece of news, uh, looks like Hideo Kojima, Hideo Kojima, is in talks back with Konami to play again and work on Silent Hill. Wait, no, again. no way. It's a, it, it's a rumor. It's a rumor. But I can tell you right now, getting back to Death Stranding, <sighs> there are sections where you, the ground turns to oil and there are like torsos with hands coming out of black ink grabbing and dragging you into the black ink man that guy can make a that guy can make a horror game let him do it i don't doubt I, it i can't believe that him and konami would be in toots together that that thing was i mean for as little that it was coming out during the time that it was happening from konami or from kojima there was so much hubbub around and reporting around the bad conditions and the bad terms of him leaving that company that I can't imagine those bridges not being burnt down permanently. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Like it was bad. I, yeah. <laughs> and I heard, and just in general, I hear horrible things about working at Konami. Things like people, uh, having, making a Facebook post and it leads to them being demoted to janitor. I mean, look, when you agree to work for the Yakuza, you're going to end up (laughs) dealing with certain shady undertones. (laughs) Hey, I've seen those pachinko parlors, man. It's shady. How much money you spend on them? Not enough. Not enough to get on the mafia's radar. Mm. That's for sure. Did smoke that many cigarettes, though. That place is gross. Now, we're on this Persona hype train. Persona 5 scrambles better. (laughs) It's It's not even out yet. I'm saying still wish Royal was coming to Switch, but it's not, and it never will. But I think we can live that we can customize our own hideouts. Mm-hmm. Time to retreat into our own private palaces and take a break. When we get back, the backlog blog. back back with the backlog blog you know we wrote that so long ago now 
back in February. And each time I'm like, man, did we not come up with a better name? Because that is a tongue twister. Backlog blog. Backlog mm-hmm. blog. We're back with the backlog blog. Backlog, I like that blog. you're challenged each week to say that alliterative statement without stumbling. I'm getting good. I'm getting good. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the backlog blog, where we play games that scared us so much, we delayed playing them until they were already spoiled for us. <laughs> which yep. which game? Oh, I've, I've spoiled myself on both these games before I beat them. Really? Which I didn't beat at. Oh, actually, we probably. I think you probably watched the stream of Soma then. Well, I actually knew the ending before you even did that. Oh, well. Yeah. Go to hell. So, this week, we're going to go back to a game that uh, we played streaming with Steve and Getty, Soma. Getty, tell me about Soma, which I know quite a bit about. Yeah, we should, uh, we do have these updated onto our YouTube channel, right? Soma. Yes, sir. So, Steve and I did Soma Sunday. We played through the, I want to say that it's a horror kind of adventure game a survival horror there we go uh on this is this is that new style of survival horror series where you don't have a real way to fight back you just have to kind of hide stealth and run yep yep that's exactly like an, out, like an outlast but yeah this one really creepy uh <laughs> it's uh, i had fun with it at at times it was still really kind of scary so uh, let's yeah, let's just jump right into it. So a little bit of a preface for the story. It's a very limited backstory. You you find out that you were in a car accident with your girlfriend. She died, and you have excessive brain hemorrhaging. And you have a doctor's appointment with surprise somebody who's not a doctor. So awesome. This was an immediate red flag. Like <laughs> I was like, is there any way for us not to go to this doctor's office? Nope. All right. Nope, they'll give you a choice. It's, it's like in the back of, it seems like uh, like a somebody's office. It doesn't even seem like a legitimate doctor's office either. So, yeah. well, you jump into this chair, they plug you in, and you're, you're transported to a different place. And it's kind of unclear where you are at the start. It could be in space, it could be underwater, and you you go around a little bit, you try and find your bearings pretty apparent from the get-go is that wherever you are it's in serious disrepair Uh, it's completely wrecked up and uh, there's nobody around (laughs) so you gotta find your way out you gotta try and escape and you get some pretty good bioshock vibes from this underground lab where uh, very quickly you find you find into a world that you're underwater Mm -hmm. and everything's kind of leaky and wet and trashed and it looked like it used to be nice at some point but not anymore yeah well there's a little bit of ambiguity at the beginning you're not really sure because once you get further along you see out into the ocean and i i wrote this uh recap quite a while ago but i think that since we already have everything up on youtube i can go ahead and spoil this a bit so for anybody who's listening that hasn't watched our stream of it or is concerned about being able to play through this spoiler free you probably want to close your ears right now that's a good pause okay Okay. Okay. i am me once you're done (laughs) bye joel (laughs) later (laughs) you're gonna play you're gonna play soma no probably i'm just kidding go ahead (laughs) So, uh, you start to encounter these, like, very scary robots, and it's all, there's some, some sound-based, but mostly, mostly motion-based cues that they take, and then if they see you, they run after you, and they make this terrible screeching noise. 
they sound like they're in pain and it but it's like distorted talking yeah and it it sounds like a horrifying distorted talking like they're like hello Hmm. hello but it's got this static behind it that just makes it extra creepy yeah and then after you encounter at least i want to say one of these monsters you find a a robot that thinks that he's human and in like in all rights this guy was a human at some point but his entire consciousness has been transferred into this robot and that's kind of where the game hooks you and it kind of like shoves it in your face that at the beginning you you're a human and you think like oh i'm just gonna go continue through this i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna survive i'm gonna live and i'm gonna you know find my way back home there's no going home you're a person trapped inside of a machine and over the course of the game it takes you more time to realize that but it's like really mean about it it's like huh. and it also it also explains that that's the technology that they like to use is to just transfer consciousness over mm-hmm. so at some so, point yeah. you you have this body this suit that you've been walking around in but then it's like oh but if you want to go outside you're gonna have to you know go into this suit so you have to find a body that's still like intact and then you shove like a piece of robotic technology like into the body and then transfer your brain over and that's where it gets really fucked up because Joel, what mm-hmm. because the twist that you that happens is you then get your consciousness transferred over into the body and you're like great i can go explore the underwater you know ocean i can like the grounds now mm-hmm. and then when you look in the window that robot goes hey i thought you were going to transfer my consciousness yep wait what what are you doing don't no don't leave what are you doing uh huh it doesn't mm. transfer your consciousness and then it gives you a choice like do you want to kill him or do you want to let him live? And it's like, ugh. So it's like you're either abandoning yourself or like killing yourself. And it's just a copy. Of, you're not uh, transferring consciousness. You're copying consciousness. Yes. And so, oh, man. All right. The, yeah. Eventually your mission then becomes to ensure that this arc filled with different. You, you think that this arc is filled with different people is sent into outer space to find a different world that's suitable for them to live on, when in reality it's different people's consciousnesses that have been downloaded into this arc that you're trying to send out. And it leaves you on that note. The game sends you down, and your your character's like cursing and swearing at the person, this girl that had walked you through the whole process to make sure that the arc fires off. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just so pissed about it because his brain does get downloaded into the arc, but at the same time, you are the character that gets dropped into the abyss <laughs> and, and ultimately <laughs> dies at the same time. Yeah. This has real You live shade. and you die. This has real shades of near Automata. Yeah. yeah. It's wow. It's so good, but it's such like the monsters that you can encounter are so horrifying. At one part, you're like trying to make it through a a ship, or I think it was a ship, and you're going from level to level trying to find a way to run past these ghosts or sea monsters. I, it's not really clear at times mm-hmm. <laughs> what's trying to kill you, and uh, if they catch you. Your oh this this was a really weird mechanic uh, that I forgot mm-hmm. to mention but if they catch you then you have like two two pieces of damage that you can take before you die but if you get hit then you're slowed down so you're pretty much dead anyway <laughs> yeah but at certain 
parts during the game, if you find like this pulsing like human like tumor, you can put your fist in it and it'll heal you, but it seems to corrupt you further. What? That's what those did. And I don't know if it had any real outcome with the game if you continued to use every one of these these tumors that you could find, but I tried to use as little as possible because I felt like my character was losing his sanity the more I found. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if the, I wonder if that does anything on the how the game plays. I want to say that Steve and I checked, and there's I thought that there might be multiple endings to this game, and there's not really, there aren't really. I guess there's a couple of different dialogue paths that it can go towards at the end, but nothing serious. Speaking of that ending, uh, I I already spoiled it. No, to say that there is one only one ending. Yeah, there's there's just if, just the one ending, and it pisses you off. But but if you stay tuned during the credits, you don't feel so empty. I still felt empty. Well, you're always empty. Uh, they they gave you a little bit more uh, backstory, uh, but it was still like really abrupt, like a giant middle finger, like "Hey, thanks for firing off the ark. Now fall into the <laughs> this giant trench." Now go away. Yeah, go away. So that was Soma. Soma. I liked Soma. I liked playing through it. And they added a mo. I played it and then I got stuck because I was too scared of that monster going by and figuring out his paths. I couldn't do it. So then they added a friendly mode where they you can't die. And that made it very helpful. Easy. Well, I just really liked that story. I wanted to know more. But now I want to tell you guys about Echo. Here we go. Okay. Echo. Have you guys heard of Echo? No, I've heard Echoes before in my life. Okay. (laughs) Echo is a strange game. You're a third-person walk-slash-walk-slightly-faster game where you have very few actions, but the idea is that you're moving through a space station. But in the future, the space stations can convert and conform to whatever you want based on what you think about. And so you are walking through pristine white tiled like hallways of a giant mansion that sprawl for miles with furniture and bowls of grapes and marble countertops and fancy space doors okay but also the security system clones you so to get through this space station which you are carrying the memory of your friend and you want to try to resurrect him you are walking through and avoiding you the main character a lady and The crux of the game is that there's a power failure and the whole system reboots every three minutes. So every three minutes, the power will go out and all of the clones of you will collapse. Then it'll be that way for about 45 seconds. The power will come back on, all the lights will turn back on, and all the clones will come back. Now, that's how the game works, except for the mechanics are whatever you do, they learn it. So if you are sneaking, you're, you're crouched and you're sneaking around corners, all of a sudden... You'll hear like a little crack of a glass and you'll see the outline of yourself, your character. And if you keep sneaking around, that means that once power goes down and everybody reboots, they come back. Now all of the clones of you will be sneaking around. (laughs) Hmm. Yes. And there are countertops that if you want to, you'll see one coming by and you hop the countertop and hide behind it. You'll see the frame of you and you're like, crap. That means power goes down, power comes back up. They're hopping over counters. Uh, you can dodge them. You can jump over counters, get into water. They are afraid of water. Get in elevators, open and close doors, sneak behind covers, 
Uh, you can take him out by choking him, use a laser gun, which only has two bullets, grab a glass orb and hit him over the head. But when you do that, you see the little crack of the glass and you see your character's outline real quick. And they now, once the power goes down, they will do that. So is there a way for you to minimize what you're doing so that it's easier? Well, essentially, every reboot, they learned what you learned, what you did the last cycle. But they will forget it on the next okay. cycle. So the trick is to use your moves sparingly and then adjust your own way to play to finish the puzzle room to get to the next part of the story while avoiding your clones that patrol the halls. And that's that's Echo. And there's a story where you are talking to this consciousness who was a friend of yours and you're trying to resurrect them. But essentially, you're just in the space station going from room to room trying to figure out these puzzles to unlock the elevator to go to the next floor to try to find where you, you placed your friend, all while avoiding clones of you. You can shove them and just bolt. But then I found myself, like, if I, if I, if I get caught, and, and again, there is levels to this where you can hide again and they'll lose you. But you got to remember, if I get busted, I run, I shove somebody, I get, I, all of a sudden it echoes what I have. Like, oh God, that means they're going to know that one. Then I pull up my laser pistol, I shoot them. Oh, and then I hear the crack of the glass again. Oh man, they're going to do that now. I got to keep running, hop over that cap. Crap. Okay, now go through this door. Crap. Okay, now the next time is going to be hell. And that's, that's echo. It's horrifying. And you really can only like, you can shove them. And then if they actually catch you, you can shove them off, but you can only do that once. Yeah. After that, the next time they kill you. Yeah, that sounds just just awful yep that's why i think that'd be good for you and steve to stream it's on ps4 joel any bits on echo we lost oh, joel. sorry I, I was looking at rock delete stuff <laughs> you asshole <laughs> you can edit that part out but why are you looking at rocket league stuff oh there, there's a bunch of bitching about uh the pay model for cosmetics now get your head in the game joel it, it's interesting I, I just i'm not sure if i'm in the mood for another walking puzzle simulator after <laughs> after the last week or so of inside so oh yeah that'll do it yeah but echo's a fun interesting stealth game that i feel is something unique that i have not seen before so i will say what a wonderful and horrible time to play video games wonderful because there is something for everyone and horrible because the nightmares these games gave us we're going to go into one final break before our next segment how do you stream followed by one last thing Let's BBRQK. Nope. Close. Nope, that's not how you say it at all. Let's, let's BRBRQ, okay? <sighs> Nailed it. I still feel terrible. <laughs> BBQBYOB. <laughs> Be right back. with our returning segment how do you stream where we try and report in on all the ways you can stream games nowadays especially with things that are coming out beta tests or otherwise first let's start with ea project atlas this was a beta test me and joel got into where it essentially was letting you stream games directly from a platform without having any kind of hardware based off of a browser Mm -hmm. i played unravel 2 which worked well, it just let me pull up a browser, let me go to a website, with some hitching, 
and a little bit of blur, kind of like on a YouTube, you ever watch a YouTube video and all of a sudden it hits a spike where your internet doesn't go so well and it drops from like 1080 to like 540? <laughs> yes. That's what I saw in Unravel 2, which honestly is better than some of the other things that we are going to talk about in this segment. Going a little blurry with no effect on gameplay was a welcome change. <laughs> Joel, what, did you play any of the games then? I, I did Project a little. Atlas? I did the introduction of Titanfall 2. And from what I can recollect from when I played on PS4, it played well enough to responsiveness of actually playing the game. It was definitely less resolution, blurrier, but I would rather have it focus on being as close to one-to-one to the actual disc game rather than trying to focus on visuals first. So I'm, I'm okay with that. Exactly. It was it was more about the smoothness of play and less about the graphical fidelity. And I like that. I, I prefer that. If it, if it was my choice of hitching or graphical fidelity, I'll take graphical fidelity. Okay, let's see. EA Project Atlas. I'm. Do you do you remember when this is when they're talking about bringing this out? No, no idea. I'm not sure if they actually officially have a release date for it. Uh, it was just sort of something that popped up all of a sudden that they were going to do a beta for. Mm. Well, it looks like they're still going strong on the beta testing, so maybe something worth playing a little bit more of, seeing how it's going. I think I might follow up on this, but it it, it looks like it's still ongoing, so no idea yet of a. Uh, a release date. Next, I know Getty was curious. Google Stadia. Yeah. Google Stadia. Tell me about the Stadia Arcadia. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Just okay. Aren't you Next. a founder? <laughs> we are founders. Yes. Uh, Joel has, uh, from what it sounds like, has had a very positive experience playing. But from my understanding, you played a little bit on the off time. Well, well so Google Stadia lets you take a. Google, uh, what are they called? Chromecast. A Chromecast Ultra, which only comes with the Founders Edition. You can't use a regular Chromecast Ultra yet. Plug into your TV and play video games that stream directly to Google servers using your Google your Google Stadia controller, which hooks up to Wi-Fi, and you can buy games only from a phone app. Cool. Okay. Joel? Yeah. What? <laughs> what did you think? Yeah. yeah. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? I... I, I had a better experience with you. I, I did do a little bit of trying out both. So what I did is uh, day one, I set it up and did uh, Samurai Showdown, which is the game I've never had experience with, but I figured like a fighter, something you want it to be responsive. Uh, really important that it is one-to-one on pressing a button and the input happening when it's supposed to. And I didn't notice any problems outside of during a cinematic. It had like one hitch or hiccup. At that time. And other than that, it worked swimmingly. And, and honestly, I hadn't touched it until today <laughs> okay. since then, which like probably a good indication of how well my money was spent buying this thing in the first place. But mm. today, what I did was I did more Samurai Showdown. Still no problems really playing that at all. But given that the visuals are very stylized too, like the look of something like that, it's kind of like Dragon Ball Fighter Z in that it is such a stylized thing that it could be overlooked if it's not like the most crisp visuals being displayed uh so i went to tomb raider and it ran fine i do agree with the outs that i it's not quite as good looking as i remember it being on playstation when i played it and this yeah. was the playstation uh, 3 one right this was the first no, tomb raider play, right but the first tomb raider was on ps4 no 
It was mm. on PlayStation 3. Hmm. I'm looking keep at going, my collector's gonna... edition right now. Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> but, but like, it, it lo- I mean, it, maybe that just shows how long it's been since I've played this game. But it looked like a PlayStation 3 game. But I, I could have sworn I had played the PlayStation 4 version at some point where it looks better. Yeah, the more, upgraded one. Yeah, more crisp, less like the fire looked like actual fire instead of like uh, some weird amalgamation of it, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. But it, it played generally well, and I didn't have much issue with responsiveness. And, and then I realized, like, well, I'm the only one using the internet right now. Let me run a YouTube video on my phone connected to the same Wi-Fi. And that is when I started seeing, like, some stuttering, some hitching, inconsistent frame rates. And, there, I mean, there's a natural jarriness in that intro segment of that game anyway, where it's kind of tough to tell what is the game and what is yeah. Stadia being the problem. But I got out of that, and there was still kind of that stuttering and inconsistency, and it was a little disappointed that just running a YouTube video on the same internet would cause that much of an effect. Like, it was still playable. Like, it wasn't so affecting to it that like it just made it not worth it doing it at all, especially since we didn't pay anything other than what we already paid for it. But it definitely isn't ideal. Like, it's it'd be... I guess the pitch is supposed to be like, well, if you were in a pinch and you were away from your home and wanted something mobile to travel with and play online with, it would work in a pinch if you were just trying to find something to occupy your time with. But also their pitch is supposed to be 60 frames per second, 4K visuals, you know, or at least 1080. And I don't I don't know that they're hitting that. And I mean, we, we've talked about it in prior episodes where Google's kind of passing the buck on the developers, saying that it's up to them to enable their games to do it. But of course, but why? Why do you make the sales pitch as such a concrete thing that it is going to be 4K, 60 frames per second, if you are not going to hit those marks? They were really banking on that. They they bragged about it night and day. Yeah, and I can't tell if it's something where like because we are the guinea pigs for it, we're expected to, you know, sort of suck it up and just deal with it while they work out the tanks in it, but we're also the ones that are supposed to be advocating word of mouth for this thing if we're enjoying it, and it's it's strange to me that they would have such a wholly half-bait not meeting the sales pitch, and I don't know, it's, it's just strange to me that they would have... I mean, it's not strange in that the way they've handled it leading up to it, has not been great so it's sort of been yeah. like a forewarning that you know lower your expectations but uh it works well enough for me i mean i haven't had any real problems with it but but, th- but- that's where you're lucky though because i mean i'm playing uh sam show and tomb raider and i'm getting and i showed you a video i showed you a very a, a lengthy video where i'm just getting static lines across my screen and it, it's it's not my tv it's it's stadia and let me tell you have you felt it have you felt your Chromecast? Uh, I, I did actually once, and it wasn't while I was actually running, but it was mm-hmm. warm. Mine's real warm. Went off. Yeah. But I found... I, I was getting... It's weird. Yeah. Why? I was getting the static lines every three minutes to two minutes, maybe. And then I was getting stuttering once every five minutes. Enough to be noticeable. I played Tomb Raider for like half an hour and Sam show for like half an hour. And I'm I'm just... I'm finding these hitches and these stuttering, and then Tomb Raider. I played Tomb Raider on PS uh, on PC with my graphics card, full maxed out graphics, and yeah, it didn't look the it looked better than Stadia does, and I don't have Google servers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I'll, I'll keep checking in on this, but I, I'm just saying is that right now, color me not impressed. I mean, it's the only place I have Farming Simulator 2019, so I'm clearly Max. clearly to be playing it on there. <laughs> but I'm not. It's the static lines and everything like that. I'm not gonna take. I'm not gonna boot Beth's laptop half across the room when I want to play Tomb Raider. No, I'm not. So that's that's all it is. Is just that you have to have a completely isolated internet. Nothing can be on. Like let's cut the PCs. Let's turn off all phones. Then let's play some Stadia. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. You know what I felt what that I was impressed with? Steam Share. Steam Share where I could take a couch co-op game and invite any one of my Steam friends who are in, they have to turn the beta test version of Steam on, and I could invite them to play a game that they don't own, and they have a controller and it works like couch co-op. Mhm. Mhm. I invited Getty to play some Heavy Burger. Oh yeah. And me and Joel played Fire Pro Wrestling, his copy. Yep. And Guilty Gear Xrd Sign, my copy. So there was thorough testing involved. Getty, you had not a great experience with it, right? It was kind of choppy, and I still don't know how I feel about this burger game that you made me play. <laughs> it's a pretty good game. It was. It's a pretty good. Game. So I didn't realize it was going to be uh, like Needlehog. Needhog. Needhog. Yeah. Uh, where I'd have to like grab the burger or no the money so that I could run it across like six stages in order yep. to hand it into the bank, yep. for the most part. It was okay. There were a couple of times when it had some serious, like, lag. And uh, I don't know if it was just because of how slow the characters move, but I felt like it didn't impede me too much. Okay. But, I I mean, I had fun with it. I don't know how I feel about that game, but it was still kind of entertaining (laughs) to get to try something new. And Joel, what was your experience with this Steam share? So actually, I found that Guilty Gear was a little bit tougher, just because... Again, you're dealing with a fighter. Responsiveness is everything in a game like that. And, and there were enough times where I saw delays in input or like a, a skip in time where it affected my ability to respond to things when we were playing. Not enough to make an excuse that that's the reason why I lost, but uh, it, it, was, it, was def- <laughs> it was definitely noticeable. Uh, I. I wasn't going to say anything, but... <laughs> it's okay, Joel. I believe you based on my experience with Burger Time or whatever the fuck Dude, it was called. Dude, you beat me in Heavy Burger. You beat me in that game. Alex, I, you know that I have an affinity for playing games, so... But, but Fire Pro Wrestling was sort of where it kind of shone for me, is that that is a game that moves slow enough to where the steps generally wouldn't be affecting, and it... it yeah, it, it worked just like we were sitting in the same spot, and just, uh, you know, it, it's a nice feature to have, because it's, like Alex, you said, if you don't have a game, but I do, or even if uh, it's something where it's a game that has co-op but not online multiplayer, then this is a really cool option, at least. The, the only caveat would be that we couldn't get more than two people to connect at the same time, so... The kind of games that might be like three player or four player possible, that that's not an option yet. And I'm guessing, given the fact that it's kind of inconsistent with two people, uh, maybe it's just too much right now. But uh, hopefully, it is in beta test. Hopefully, if this works out okay and they sort of worked out all the kinks in it, they'll be able to look towards something like that. Because I I could see it being fun, like getting for Castle Crashers or. Uh, Cuphead. Cuphead. Well, <laughs> that's a two-player game, but uh, let's beat Cuphead. No. <laughs> Damn it. That's a definitive no. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I wanted I wanted to play some uh, Rivals of Aether or some some Gang Beasts. Right. But I, you got to admit though, the process of starting up a game, shift tabbing, clicking on your friend, and then invite to this game. Getty didn't even know what he was signing up for, and all of a sudden he got an IM for me that said, "Click this button to join this game," and he was in. Well, yep, he was in the game. It started with make sure that you have the Steam beta service yeah, set up, yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, for the last like four years." So, <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> it it popped up so fast. He was in the game, which actually kind of creepy to be playing by myself in my living room and see another see as somebody else controlling something on my screen he's just scared like, like, because like, i named my character dicks that was real f- i it was i didn't initially realize you did that <laughs> until the crowd started cheering and it just said at the bottom dicks 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 <laughs> so uh i i will keep playing steam share i will play that again and again i already got plans to play with my brother got plans to play with alec that's that's gonna happen. yeah that was fun but but not us we've had our turn Dave, you've had your turn. I don't want to play Fire Pro anymore. I'm not good at wrestling games. Okay, that will be it for How Do You Stream, and let's move on to one last thing. One last thing, where we have one last statement, one last word, just something to start us, us off into the weekend, and you onto your work week. For me, Star Ocean R First Arrival is out now. Woo! I love JRPGs! Joel? Uh, guys, what should I use my Nintendo voucher on? I don't think Animal Crossing is going to be added to the list. <laughs> what are our options? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the Pokemon games are on there. Luigi's Mansion 3 is on there. Uh, Damon X Machina. Um, that got Witcher DLC. Didn't you want the X Machina game? I did, but it's been also long enough to where, like, I've waited long enough to just wait until it got down in price. <laughs> My vote is Luigi um, Mas- Luigi's Mansion with your kids. Yeah. The, the, Dragon, the Dragon Quest game is on there. Oh man, I still need to play that. Mm. But also, yeah, like, I'm saying, PlayStation Four had it for twenty bucks not so long ago. So it's like I could just get a PlayStation Four copy. This is tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe Luigi's Mansion is the answer. Getty. I seriously need to burn through some games here. Uh, my goal is to try and finish. We happy few before the Destiny 2 and Borderlands 3 DLC drops later this month. I think that me and Joel just got the Borderlands or the Destiny 3 ex- uh, the Destiny expansion that just dropped. I mean, he bought it and then that made me well, feel really guilty and think that I'd be <laughs> excluded, so I bought it. And the too. new season starts uh 5 days from now. So you put that bad juju on me, Joel. Guys, no, if you I want to you play, did. it's still bad, a lot of bad fun. Ju- bad juju is from the first game. I don't know if they had it in the second. They game. did. They added it. Ooh. Oh, that's real good. Damn it. I right, multiplayer Mondays. And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where I took a night off to go to a birthday party. So Joel took over Multiplayer Mondays, did a beta test Tuesdays, and finished out inside with 2D Wednesdays. I'm so Kelly, tired and depressed. <laughs> Kelly was unpumped. Oh, she, she mad. <laughs> she did not like the outcome of that game. <laughs> <laughs> That's real funny. I'm surprised. I'm very surprised. 
If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is superggradio at gmail.com and provide a review on iTunes or the Japanese billboard in the name of Gorilla Marketing of your choice. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and GG, Joel. GG. GG, Getty. GG. Good night, everybody. <laughs>